Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and spoilers for the film and the title of the podcast. Now playing movie reviews in 20 cues. Hello, you goddamn fantastic people, and welcome to the podcast, Movie Reviews in 20 Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. I am your host, Sam, and I am joined this week by Machu, making a return. How are you going, bro? Yeah, not too bad. Actually. Oh, fuck off. You're hungover. Yeah, right? I'm <laughs> fucked. I've been, I've been stealing at the ceiling for hours, and I messaged Sam earlier just so I could have a bit of change in ceiling scenery. <laughs> Been laying on his couch and on his floor for the last few hours. From one couch to another, <laughs> right, bro? Pretty impressed to see you here, to be honest, because usually the hungover much you was like all guns blazing the night before, like, oh yeah, bro, I'll be there. I can't wait. <laughs> Two AM text, like, what the fuck is this? Oh, this kind ain't coming. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to do this yesterday, I think. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, the reason why we are here today to do this film is this is a request by one of our favourite patrons, uh, Tara. Tara absolutely loves this film, has been petitioning us to do this for ages, sent me a whole bunch of candy and American treats and a whole bunch of like stuff what like the that. fuck? Where is this candy? <laughs> I don't believe it. I need, uh, anywho. I need, uh, <laughs> you need to send photos so at candy? least I can see it. So anyway, we feel like we owe it to you, Tara. So here we go. Here we go to talk about the 1993, I'm going to guess, film that is Tombstone, starring... Where do you start? Oh, everyone's in this film. Everybody. Everyone who's anybody. Starring Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, Powers Booth, Michael Bean, Charlton Heston, Jason Priestley, Stephen Lang, Thomas Hayden Church, and Michael Rooker, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Zane's in Billy there. Zane? Jason Priestley, 90210. You said him, but oh, it, it continues. <laughs> it just goes on. Um, the guy that played Locke, uh, Terry O'Quinn, there he is. Locke out of Lost. There is so many good actors in this. So many. Has a score of 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 50% on Metacritic. And whoever's seen it the most recently, I mean, we were watching it together, but I'm just going to drop you in on this, is uh, has to give a plot of this film. The reason why I'm asking you to give a plot is because <laughs> you said to me at the end, you know how they gave us that narration? Yeah. Is this a true story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't figure it out. Watching Never it. heard of why it Never heard of the o- shootout of the OK Corral. Is this a true story, bro? Are these real people? You know that movie right. Titanic? <laughs> I have met Rose, actually. She's still wearing that um, bracelet, that, that necklace. Um, oh, sorry. Am I giving the plot? You are. Okay. Um, so what is it? This is a movie about um, some dude called Wyatt Earp, who's apparently a real person. I just found out that before. Um, <laughs> quality podcasting. Uh, what is he? He's a lawman turned gambler, as they do. Must have Gangster. Yeah, yeah. Crime pays, apparently. Um, so they go to a town where there's a bunch of cowboys wearing red sashes and get in, have a couple of rumbles and... Um, and that's about it. That's kind of the plot, isn't it? Yep. Have a shit at it there, okay, Corral. <laughs> Try to bring law to the wild, wild west. Really, yeah, don't that's they? it. But and gradually, I... though, they're not like they're not there to be lawmen. They're there to dig up silver or to. Well, they're, um... not, they're not really working that hard. They tend to be just getting on the piss and playing pool while their wives are at home smoking opium. That's yeah, really yeah. Like the gist of. They look very good, though. Everyone looks very pretty in this. They very... look great. They're taking cuts from local businesses, so they effectively become the mafia of the Wild West. <laughs> yeah. And that's all they do. They will shoot each other. Shooting, smoking, and screwing. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, if you haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we review a movie by asking 20 questions about it. We usually start with 10 that could be applied to any film, then move through three personal questions. If there's three of us, but there's only two of us, because Kahu, I don't know, Kahu has a life? <laughs> yeah, 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 he does, actually. Kahu has a present wife? I what don't is, know. Yeah, yeah. He's, always, he's always, you know, um, taking tour groups around the South Island, or I don't actually know what he does. I reckon some show came to town, he took one look at the brunette, and he's just run off. <laughs> Just, <laughs> just cruise off on his horse with her, eh? So we're going to do 13 questions that can be applied to any film. Where they're going to do three personal questions each, and we're going to finish on a Patreon question. And we're going to finish on Tara's question, because we... I mean, this episode is dedicated to her and everything that she's done in terms of supporting us. As well as... Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to get into it again, because... Uh, He's going to ask me where I'm hiding it. <laughs> anyway, the one we always start with, compliment sandwich, one thing good, one thing bad, one thing good. If we like this film, or shit sandwich if we didn't like it, which is one thing bad, one thing good, one thing bad, much you. Lead us off. Give us your sandwich. All right. So that my first good thing is as ridiculous as this movie sometimes is, I feel like it's like all these things might have happened. You know, <laughs> like, like, I just, I don't know. It just, it just, it's just so ridiculous. Like um, everyone's taking opium. Guys are just wandering around the street, shooting people. And, and it's like, this is just so ridiculous. Is this true? And it just, it just fascinates me. Like all this um, random stuff. And then I realized that it's actually true. Newsflash dum dum. <laughs> Which makes it even better. It's like, it's a story it tells, um, which, um, which it's, it's the narration at the start and right at the end. It's just a, a really good story. And I was like drawn in by it. The one bad thing is um, some of the scenes were a bit dramatic at some points. Like, yeah, yeah I guess it's a throwback to all those old Western films where someone gets shot and they have to throw their hands up in the air and wobble their head around and twist around three times before they finally fall down and, and, and have a speech just before they die. Um, and <laughs> Get shot in the head, walk six metres, drop to a knee, stabilise yourself with your hand before you hit the ground. Yeah. Drop to a knee very, very easily and lay down. Yeah, gaping bullet hole in the back of your skull. And hang on, hang on, hang on. on. Oh, that looks a bit sore. I'll go in the grass. Don't zoom in on me. I'm breathing in. Um, and then the last good thing, um, I think Val Kilmer's performance as Doc Holliday is, was was really, really cool. I thought that was, he got all the best lines. Well, hang on, him and um, Michael Bean, they yeah. seem to get all the best lines. But yeah, it was it's an iconic performance by Val Kilmer. They did well with Michael Bean in that they didn't give him too much. Because mm. Michael Bean, like, he looks great. Like he's, he's a real badass. You know, we all yeah. know him from Aliens and Terminator. But he's not like, the most eloquent speaker or the best actor. And like... He, like what they give him, they give him just fucking straight gold. Yeah. It works in this film. He's got some cringy moments, like when they when they zoom on him and he like in the in the last scene where he's um, having a standoff with Doc Holliday, he tries to look mean and he just doesn't. Whereas like Val Kilmer just plays Doc Holliday to a T. Although he's got all these great lines, I feel like Johnny Ringo's character was probably underserved a bit by Michael Bean. Wow. <laughs> Controversial opinions coming up, bro. You don't need to drop yeah. them out now. Mm. Uh, as a score out of 10,000 bullet holes. Oof. Yeah, she's right up there. Tombstone, gratuitous violence, male masculinity. This is right up there with 300. I'll give this a 9,900 bullet holes. This is a good film. Jesus, that's almost a hyperbole. Yeah, just piss me off those those dramatic scenes I suppose that wouldn't otherwise this would be a hyperbole yeah look I'm right there with you man like I am compliment sandwiching it as well 
one of the good things is this movie is really funny. Like this is legitimately has some like really laugh out loud moments, which is like I knew you weren't going to say this, so I thought I'd interject this because I don't feel like it's talked about. But like the scene where you know Michael Bean does his trick with the gun, right? Awesome. The fact that Doc Holliday follows it up with like a little cup. Yeah, know? yeah, it and does it perfectly. It does exactly. It perfectly. But the thing is, like at the start, you're like, oh, that's kind of cute. And then it goes long enough that you're like, oh, I'm getting bored of this now. But then it goes long enough that you're like, oh, it's funny again. It's <laughs> like, this is perfect. This is perfect. Like, there's, there's scenes like that that are like, you legitimately laugh out loud, which I really la- liked. Yeah, some of the action scenes are a little bit ropeable. And I feel like it's only because we've seen what action movies can do now, you mm. know? So, like, some of the shootouts and stuff like that could have been shot better and... This isn't Taken 3 where it's got 17 cuts for one dude to get over a fence. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, we we know, like, these guys are action stars, sure, but we know they're not, you know, they probably didn't do that much in the way of gun training and stuff like that. Like, it's not like when you watch Keanu Reeves doing full-on assault courses repetitively to get in shape for John Wick, you know, and it's... So there's there's kind of... There's some action scenes which are a little bit ropeable, but again, like, oh, man, I'm nitpicking. Yeah. You know, like, this is... Like, the the only other thing I'll say that I felt kind of that I didn't really enjoy with the movie is like the OK Corral sort of feels like the climax. And then there's a couple of scenes after that, that also are climaxes, but then the ending's a little bit anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like not everyone gets brought to justice and like good on them for staying historically accurate, but there's still like, it's sort of like treading water towards the end that you're like, Oh really? But then is, it, it, is it historically accurate? Yeah. This is the thing. This is, is it, the thing. So why like, did historically wife, accurate? Why Herb's wife dies of a drug overdose? Correct. She does. Bullshit. I couldn't I can't believe. Any any just drug ab- overdose. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we need to get rid of this man. <laughs> I found a new hot brunette. Hey, you know how you keep giving my wife drugs? <laughs> just up the dose. <laughs> and and so and he marries that chick who's just happens to be rich. Yeah. Give her, give her this. What is this? Oh, it's a new type of drug. Anthrax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she'll, she'll love it. It's amazing. <laughs> and then, like, like you mentioned the Val Kilmer performance being great. Pretty much every performance in this is awesome. Like, we, we're at a point where I was uh, one of my questions was going to be recast this movie with actors today, but I don't think you could. Mm. Like, these actors are so, like, rough. You know, rough around the edges, proper yeah. manly men. They're like, if you were going to make this movie today, who, who are you going to put in there? You'd be like, oh, Tom Cruise is somewhere in there. And it would just be about Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tom yeah, Cruise right. is wide it. Brad Pitt's Play- probably. It's like George, It's like Ocean's 12, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing 35-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. Johnny Depp is. <laughs> but it's surprisingly, like, you don't realise how much you like some of these actors until you see them in films like this. Like Yondu of... Um, Michael uh, Rooker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you're like, ah... He's just got this gritty performance, and you know what he's capable of. Oh, man. I'm going to say this as a bald man. Seeing some of my now bald brothers in this film <laughs> made me kind of wonder if this film had a curse. I mean, like, Powell's Booth, <laughs> full head of hair. Michael Rocker, full head of hair. Billy, Billy Zane, Zane, full head of hair. <laughs> Locke from Lost, you know, Tiro Quinn, full yeah, head of yeah. hair. I was like, ah, you guys, you guys maybe shouldn't have done this film, man. There's <laughs> something in common here for you guys. Um, 9,901. Oof. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> this is legitimately an awesome film. This- you just said that because I, I talked shit about Michael Bean before, didn't you? Yeah, fuck you. 
Uh, amazing film. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for picking this, Tara. I mean, we're now going to do 19 questions pretty much waxing on about how much we love, but you know how this podcast goes. Typically, we just start ruining our opinions of this film. <laughs> and let's start with it. Let's start with one of those questions. What is question number two, Manchu? Uh, what is the biggest dick move in this film? I've already talked about this. It's White Earp's dick moving as soon as he sees his brunette roll into town. <laughs> like he just. Okay, let's go a little bit further back. They ride into town past a group of prostitutes, and all of these guys are like, whoa, look at those girls. Look at those ladies. Your I can't wife. wait to move to this town. Your wives are like, what, roughly two feet behind you? How many? Sitting in the cart behind you. How many times have you gone to a new town, Sam, and like um, talked about how hot the prostitutes are and been so excited about moving to a town whilst. Been with your wife. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> Check out the rack on. <laughs> oh my God, look at those ladies. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> we give it a woohoo. I don't know where that came from. Pretty sure it wasn't in the movie, but I, I believe that's how that scene actually went. Listeners, if you ever see my obituary in the newspaper, it's going to be died doing what he loved, oogling prostitutes <laughs> <laughs> before brutally murdered by his wife. Yeah. Committed suicide by shooting himself in the back of the head somehow. Exactly. <laughs> Shot himself in the head 27 times. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's that and like the continuation of it. Like he just, like he doesn't know her. He doesn't know a thing about her. She immediately has like got a white on for him as well. Like she's yeah. like, oh, tall drink of handsome. And then like they just like, hey, you want to go for a ride together? Yeah, let's yeah. ride off in the bushes. How's your wife? My what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's right there. Did you, did you forget? She's standing right beside you. Oh, fuck, honey. Take some more fucking opium, man. Get out of here. Uh, uh, yeah, also, how Morgan is a piece of shit, eh? Morgan, yes. the youngest brother, deserves to die. I'm so glad he dies. And I'll tell you what. We haven't done controversial yet, <laughs> but, but, like, talk about the biggest dick move. The the mayor comes into the, um, to the pub where the boys are on the piss during the middle of the day. And he's saying, look, boys, you, you're screwing over this town. You're making money off everyone, but there's people suffering. And Morgan pipes up and says, oh, I'm suffering from a hangover. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> he's just made money and got on the piss all night. And he thinks that's, a, a, you know, that's like his, his life somehow parallels the lives of these poor people within the town. Stacey's currently away with the kids. I can only imagine the reaction I'd get if she was... I'm like, hey, how was your night? Oh, I was up all night with the kids. It was really bad. Oh, bro, I've got a fucking massive hangover. I know, how exactly, <laughs> know exactly how you feel. I exactly I've been partying, about. living my best life, and now I have to suffer the consequences of a hangover. Yeah, going back to sleep for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my obituary is going to run <laughs> every single comment we make. Um, question number three, what deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film? I just couldn't get over Doc Holiday with his tuberculosis. Like, I'm, I'm fairly sure that's a super contagious disease, um, and no one catches it. Like, where the fuck? He's like, he's suffering the whole time. He's got blood all over him. He's always in everyone's face. He's got that Hungarian missus. She must be like, um, she must have some vaccination or something like that because she's she's obviously hooking up with him. And it's like, what the fuck? Well, he- it's it's just a disease they introduced to control the masses, bro. They just want you to get <laughs> microchips injected into you. Tuberculosis is a demic, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're only Who coughing fucking, up blood. I yeah, I don't know. Like he is, he's coughing up blood. He's spitting it everywhere. I don't, I don't get it. Like, do you catch it from rats or mosquitoes or? Yeah, it can't be. Water or it, it can't be like, that bad, eh? Because the doctor's like, oh, you know, you can't smoke, drink, or you know, have some vigorous exercise. 
The second he leaves the room, <laughs> yeah, the second he leaves the room, she get, he grabs a smoke, a drink, and has some sex with his wife, and then goes on a fucking two month long um, horse riding, sh- murdering all the cowboys. You know what would have made that seem better is if he was like, "You can't have vigorous sex with your wife." And he's like, "What about yours?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. What does he always say? I'm afraid something. Yeah, he's so afraid old Doc Holiday. Uh, the one for me is like how long I would survive in the Wild Wild West. Like it would literally be minutes. But like it's it's funny how you're talking about drinking whiskey and shit during the day. Like legitimately, we see these guys like real men's men, like having shots of whiskey, drinking through the day, just getting on the piss like straight whiskey. I would legitimately be blacked out on the floor if I had two shots of straight yeah. whiskey. I would be fucking nude, like covered in flies, <laughs> snoring like a broken chainsaw in the middle of the pool table. Just like, what the fuck happened to him? It's like, I don't know. We gave him two shots of whiskey and he's he's fucking blacked out. Can't. Also, how hot is it? Man, you just yeah, suffer. Right. It's the heat. The heat. Yeah, I think you need to live in the North Pole with Santa Claus or something. Oh, fucking, I'd love to, man. I'm not a big fan of sand, but I feel like the dirt is like... Pr- you know, it's kind of desert as well. So yeah. It kind of is sand. It's the sand without the ocean. It's like the worst kind of sand. Well, how hot is it and how much clothes do they wear? They've got about eight pairs of different layers of clothing in every scene. And they wear these huge, giant hats that probably weigh like, fuck, okay, how do they even walk around? I want to start randomly interjecting me into scenes of movies that I feel like I would be acting in them. You know what I mean? Like, we see them walking around these full suits and then you just see me walking ba- in the background of my undies just, yeah. uh, 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 just pouring buckets over me. I was like, uh, uh, it's so hot. Uh, is Colonel Sanders born yet? <laughs> I read the fuck up. I want to go for yeah. Question number four, what is it, Machu? Uh, question number four is... What is the biggest load of bullshit in this movie? I feel like we're going to have the same answer, but I'm just going to say that they shoot conservatively in the OK Corral shootout. Like, conservatively, I'm going to say 19,000 bullets at each other at a distance of about 12 feet, and one dude gets shot in the leg. (laughs) (laughs) What? Sometimes they all get killed, and the other times they all miss. Like, We're the most highly accurate gunslingers we can have, you know... Pistols at dawn, shootouts with each other, but when it comes to actually shooting each other, we shit. <laughs> it's insane. Like, it's absolutely insane. There's so many, like, biggest loads of shit in this movie. <laughs> Our scores are going down, eh? We still love this movie, Tara. You know this is what we do. Please send me more candy, Tara, please. <laughs> I'll be your huckleberry, Tara. Yeah, watch. Yeah, there's like that. I mean, maybe the scene where White Earp just walks into the river, and um, <laughs> just, and and like, and they go, "Oh shit!" There's a guy we're trying to shoot. We've ambushed him. Everyone, stop shooting! <laughs> yeah, everyone, stop shooting. We've got him dead to rights. No, let's go out and confront him in the middle of the in middle, the middle of the water. All we need to do is shoot him, and then we've won. Hang on, yeah. don't shoot him. Yeah, everybody, like- <laughs> stop. He's mine. Or they. Well, they needed to be historically accurate with Ike, so he he lives through the whole film. But they just shoot him, like <laughs> yeah, like this. Is what I don't get, and apparently it was true that like over the period of three months, all these cowboys kept making death threats against White Earp and his gang. They were like, you know, we're going to kill you, we're going to kill you, we're going to kill you. That went off for three months. Like surely, you know, this is Wild Wild West. You don't have Xbox, you don't have PlayStation. What else have you got to do? You might as well go kill these guys. 
Wake up each morning, what do you got to do today? Well, you know, just roll down the casino and drink straight whiskey all day. And oh, who's at the casino? Oh, why do he, he runs the casino? Oh, okay. Slam a couple of hookers. What are you up today, Slam? <laughs> yeah. What are you up today, babe? It's insane. It's absolutely insane. I, I agree with you. I like the fact that the movie called it out. And they even say to him, like, oh, where is he? He's like, oh, he's down there walking on water. Yeah, yeah, because it's a miracle. And he walks out, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) There is some super smart scripting in this film, but that is a pathetic part of it. There's those weird dramatic scenes. I'd love for us to go paintballing and for one of us to just stand up in the middle of a shootout and just go, no, and just storm across the paintball field. And everyone goes, stop, and then get old um, get old Powers Booth up there where there's the worst shot in the history of cowboys. Oh, you mean puppet arms? <laughs> That's what he looks like. Hey? He looks like someone's holding his arms up above his head. Hey? Who, you know, hold the gun puppet. with two hands, aim... Don't hold it like puppet hands way out to the side. These are, he's, the origi- he's the guy that invented turning a gun sideways for the kill shot, eh? I wonder how inaccurate it is to ha- like hold your hands out like a wingspan and then have somebody like with strings around your wrist, like jigging you like, like a Punch and Judy puppet, and then just... Kermit the Frog would stand a better fucking chance of hitting somebody. Yeah. What, what, are you, what are you up to, Curly Bill? <laughs> Don't try and shoot the marshal again with a gun upside down. Oh, waka waka. Jeebus. Question number five is a Patreon question. Comes courtesy of our mate Emily Higgins. Emily runs the Tasteless Podcast, a podcast which compares two films, one that gets a lot of love and adulation. She compares that to a film which she thinks doesn't get the love it deserves. Uh, anyway, the question for her this week is, which character from this film has gone the longest without showering? I'll put this in as a trick question because I don't think showers are invented at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Earth brothers are pretty suave, so they're, they're, yep. you count them out from the start. And Doc Holliday's definitely been golden showering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's walking around with a sweaty bloody shirt on all, all the time. He is a shower, bro. Uh, Curly Bill? Curly Bill, he's a messy man. Yeah, I'd say I'm going to go with Curly Bill. That guy, that yeah. guy's just, um, he's just constantly in the opium tente. And he's just, yeah. I was going with his wife, um, White Earp's wife, because she's just so drugged out all the time that she'd probably, you know... If you spend yourself in a 24-hour comatose <laughs> state, not that I've done that before, but <laughs> I feel like she doesn't bother showering. Question number six, what is it? What characters best represent the other podcaster? Now, I don't know if you've listened to our Jingle All The Way podcast, but there was uh, a petition by me that um, Sinbad's character in that film is the most accurate representation of Machu that's ever occurred on film. Until I watched this and I saw Billy Bob. Oh no! You just get in there film, before. Yeah, fuck you! I know what you were gonna do. I've seen you at the pubs, bro. I've seen you throwing your weight around. I've seen you throwing your weight around. I'm Mr. Big. I'm Mr. Big. I'm Mr. Second, a real fucking dude takes you on. out the thing. Are you just gonna stand there and bleed, or are you gonna pull your gun? Bleed, much you bleeds. Oh no! So, so who I thought you were. Was did you see Billy Bob Thornton? <laughs> nah, I can't go with that one. Oh, Morgan, you're definitely Morgan. What a disproportionately hot wife, the yeah, yeah. kind of annoying dickhead. <laughs> a level of naivety and optimism, but still a dick. Yeah, yeah. Complaining about a hangover. He's me. He's me. <laughs> How's he weekend? Oh, it was so fun hanging over on Sunday. So you're not going to tell me about the mean night you had on Saturday? Nah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all about now and me and 
All about moaning. Also, look at those prostitutes. They're real hot. <laughs> I comment. <laughs> uh, question number seven. What quote from this film would be the worst thing to hear immediately after you finish having sex? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that's going to be... That's that. There's nothing beats that. <laughs> what about... I want your blood and your soul. And I want both now. <laughs> That was up there, and I'm coming, and I'm bringing Hal with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Lucky you. you. <laughs> uh, question number eight. What side characters had their lives absolutely ruined by the events in this movie? Should we just agree that the entire town of Tombstone? Oh, <laughs> my God. Like, <laughs> just every... Just everybody shooting at shit, eh? Like, the bullets must have been so cheap. Fuck, you're just like, oh, fuck. How often, you know, like, Compton's got nothing on Tombstone, eh? Like, <laughs> they even say, like, modern Los Angeles and New York don't even have the shooting rates or murder rates that these this places have. Imagine, if you will, your, um, I don't know, I don't know what your name would be, be back in the Wild Wild West days. Like, um, tight-fisted machu or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> How much is it for a glass of whiskey? Tall tight fister. Oh, one one dollar. Yeah. How much for half a glass of whiskey? What? Fifty cents. How much for like just a couple of drips? <laughs> Can I suck the dregs out of your tray underneath the taps, bro? Um, but imagine, if you will, if you were a photographer and you you go on you'd about your day and where are you going, honey? I oh, just off to work. I'll see you in a couple of hours. And then twelve hours later, you come home and your wife's like, well, "How was your day?" It was like. Well, about 12 dudes got into a shootout outside my work and so I closed up shop and thought I was sweet. And then this guy Ike smashed in through the door, screaming, don't shoot me, I don't have a gun, I don't have a gun. He then <laughs> grabbed a gun off me, <laughs> shot out all my windows, entire house has been shot up. Do we have insurance? We haven't even had insurance invented yet. <laughs> That's about 30 or 40 years away. <laughs> like, but the entire town, right? Yeah. The entire town. There would have been at least five to 50 people killed in like collateral collateral fire you know like what the fuck is going on here yeah what about what about the marshal has he's like um he's this old man just going around collecting guns for people eh? like what a shit job that must have been like righto righto murderers give me your guns oh, i think i'm gonna murder you i'm a murderer <laughs> yeah, like, how's that for a job? Eh? I'm walking up to murderers and taking their guns from them. Right, you're in the middle of a murderous rampage now. Give me your gun. Uh, how about I shoot you in the chest? Oh, fuck, I didn't think about that. It's like going up to a music festival and be like, right, everyone, you need to give me your drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about we just beat the shit out of you and stash you behind the fucking portaloos? <laughs> yeah, that was, I knew that was going to happen. But I really need backup. I wish I had more than just me. <laughs> just the one dude, eh? Just the one dude. <laughs> Uh, anyway, moving over to question number nine, which is a Patreon question. Comes courtesy of our mate, Hawley of the Contrarians podcast. Awesome podcast, which rages against the Rotten Tomatoes machine. So they take a universally beloved film and argue why it's rubbish, something like this, and say white shit. Then they do real talk at the end. Alternatively, they do the opposite. So if it's a shitty film, they argue why it's awesome. His question, and I feel like you've already answered this 40 times over, but what's your most controversial opinion about this film? I'm, I'm going to say that Michael Bean thing, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to expand a bit on this. Like, Val Kilmer was amazing as Doc Holliday, um, and then you said it before, apparently he's this amazing gunslinger that, that has got legendary status because of this film and Val Kilmer's performance. 
he's killed one to three people. Yeah, historically they reckon he's killed about one to three people. They don't know exactly what if how he's many. He's only but... killed one. Like, <laughs> like he's killed one person. Do you remember the American Pie when it's like it's the rule of three? It's just like if a guy says he sleep with three girls, he's actually only sleep with one or none. Like... Yeah, but Johnny Ringo, he's this actual gunslinger, right? He's isn't he like the leader of the cowboys? This um this murderous band that were killing more people than modern day New York or Los Angeles. And um, and people, it's, it's kind of it's a it's a memorable performance, but it's like it's underserved, I think, by Michael Bean. Like that character is um, amazing in real life, and Doc Holliday has killed one person. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we love Kilmer. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. I'm just going to go on a limb and say this is the best Western movie that's ever been made. Mm. What, what what other ones are there? I, like all Clint what, Eastwood films. I was about to say all Clint Eastwood films. I potentially would have had um, the Good, the Bad, the Ugly, which is oh, phenomenal. Yeah, and nah, that that's the best. You reckon? Yeah. Unforgiven. Reckon it's better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Unforgiven slow, but it just has a real cool ending. It does have a really cool ending. Came out a year before this. It was like almost a little renaissance for um, films. I'm talking, talking about films. Six months after this, White Earp came out with Kevin Costner. I, I joked to Tara <laughs> that we were going to do that because it's like much inferior film. Yeah. Here's a fun fact for you. Here's some Hollywood trivia. Supposedly what happens in Hollywood, because there's like Volcano, Dante's Peak, there's this, there's Deep Impact, there's... Um, Armageddon, there's a ton of films that have very similar premises that come out very close to each other. Supposedly the reason for that is that a script writer, somebody, comes up with a great idea, has an amazing story, goes to the studio and pitches it. The studio goes, oh, that's amazing, we love this. Um, all right, how much do you want? We, we want to buy the script. And the script writer goes, oh, fuck, I'm the money here. A billion dollars. And the company goes, nah. And then they're like, oh, okay. And the script writer then takes it to someone else and they go, okay, yeah, we'll give you a billion dollars. Meanwhile, that first company he's gone to has gone out, found a couple of scriptwriters, and said, We want you to write a movie about this. And then those two people, or three people, one person, whoever, go out and write a movie about that. And then it's almost like a competition between the two of them as to who can get their movie out first. Mm. Sometimes you have Alexander, which was directed by Oliver Stone, that came out before what was going to be a Alexander film starring Leonardo DiCaprio. It got scrapped at like the 11th hour because they were like, Why compete with something that, that accurate? But in this case, you have. Tombstone about Wild Earp, and then you have Wild Earp about Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Six months later, it's fucking bizarre, right? Mm. Oh, Commando and Rambo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that, that's another bigger load of bullshit is like the Commando level dude walking out into the middle of nowhere and not getting shot. I remember watching that and thinking, <laughs> Commando, I've got to bring up Commando, I've got to rip into him, so I'm glad you've reminded me. Well, you know, the other thing I, I think about this film, like, there's, I, I love the way the story's been told, and some of the lines are amazing, like the, the bit where they speak Latin and the, the hidden meanings and all that around it. But there's also, like, right. at some point, the, the, some of the writers just must have fell asleep. Or like, like they've, they've just they've just gone on like annual leave for like three weeks. Because how's that bit where um White it's like that it's about to go off and fight Johnny Ringo and they and they go oh one of the guys says I don't know what to say and um Kurt Russell says neither. <laughs> so, you know that's like that's like one you know two two mates about to one's about to die and he's just like I don't know what to say. <laughs> the director, the director's left the camera rolling. He's like, right, just improvise, improvise. I don't know what to say. Neither. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Give us a chance, man. Let's come up. Nah, fuck it. That'll do. Let's move on. You fuck you, cunts. I hate you guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's just finish this fucking shit film. Just fucking cattle. That's all you actors are is cattle. <laughs>
serve a purpose and get out. Yeah, yeah. Right. What are you going to say here, Kurt Russell? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, let's do a slow-mo. <laughs> hey, Kurt Russell, we've deleted the sex scene from you with your, your, either of your wives. No. <laughs> yeah. We've got uh, this really cool scene where you go for dance with her, though. <laughs> But, but Val Kilman, do you want to have sex with your wife? Definitively. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it is going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, yeah, I do. Uh, question number 10. What is it? Uh, what character is the most likely to have ended up in hospital for sex-related injuries? Can I just go with the whole entire town of Tombstone again? <laughs> <laughs> Syphilis was pretty rampant back uh, then. Chlamydia yeah. was pretty rampant. I'm going to go with Ike, though. That guy... That guy didn't have a gun. He doesn't know when to carry protection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is a sex-related injury? What is that? <laughs> You've got to have sex to find out, much you? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get there one day. It's got to be. It's got to be. Um, surely, it's got to be um, Doc Holliday's um, Hungarian mistress. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, with getting tuberculosis at some point. She's always got a gun on her yeah. about her person, so I feel like she's, she's up there. And Holiday looks like he's very stuttery. <laughs> what about um? What about a white herbs divorce technique? Hey, oh, have you tried opium before? <laughs> it's real good for headaches. Try this anthrax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just say you don't want to have sex with your missus, mate. You don't have to go <laughs> giving everybody bloody um, your... <laughs> Opium. I don't know why he just didn't do what they used to do back those days, which is like, hey, you go set up home in New York or something, or I'll be back in like never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what you should do? Jump on a bus or a train and just get fucking far away from me as possible. <laughs> I can't believe, is that historically accurate? His wife yes, dies his wife dies from oh. an overdose and then him and that other woman were together 47 years. That's what made me like laugh because they were like, they were together 47 years. I was like, Kurt Russell, this is maybe 40. So he lived to 97. So <laughs> yeah. Well, 87. And this is the power of three again. Like, this is the Wild West. Like, uh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, question number 11. What film is this the superior vision of and the inferior vision of? And I feel like we've ruined this by answering it before. For me, this is the superior version of the latest film, The Banshees of Nishiran. That <laughs> that's just about two grumpy old men. And it's like got all this backdrop and all this interesting story. At, Same premise for podcast it. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, you don't know. Whereas like in this film, they talk about how this is set in the Civil War. Um, and just after the Civil War in America, here's a town, there's silver. So you kind of get understanding of who everyone is. Yeah. And that film, you don't know who, who they are. And it's just about two old cunts having like a little stupid argument pretty much. It's funny because... nothing. And you but, have to think about it. Like, why do you have to draw parallels when someone could just tell you what's going on? Listeners, this dude <laughs> was at my house I'm asking s- me questions about this film. So how do they get their money, bro? So, so <laughs> what's this town got? So is this a true story? So, so what happened to his wife, bro? Oh, so she, what, she died from an overdose, bro. So how did you... We did 20 <laughs> questions before we fucking came out of here, man. Yeah, so I, I think this is a much superior version of that film, even though everyone seems to love that Everyone's film. loving it. I told my mum you hated it, and she said, oh, he's an idiot, so. <laughs> yeah, well, he's probably not smart okay. enough to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's why you have to be super smart. That's not entertainment. I'm kidding, she didn't I say that. <laughs> I don't come to a movie to, to write a fucking essay or a, my PhD on it. I just want to watch, going to be entertained for two hours. 
Well, this movie does that perfectly, so it's much better than that. And I think it's. I a, found a few terrible disturbance in the force as if a million film nerds cried <laughs> out. Yeah. They were immediately silenced. If all, if all you've got to look forward to in your life is writing about um, movies. And- hey, 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 hey. <laughs> That's enough. Let's reel you back in. All right, all right. Um, so my, the next one was, uh, I think this is an inferior um, version of John Wick. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> John Wick yeah, is much more gratuitous violence than that. And possible is that one a true story? <laughs> Did someone's dog actually get killed? And- <laughs> I believe someone's dog has died at some point, but... I'm just started. going to point out that these films like decline in intelligence. I'm not saying that this is a dumb film, but I'm saying that the person answering this question might be dumb. <laughs> and the more straightforward film is the one he... All I'm saying is John Wick can shoot straight. That's true. <laughs> the shoot at OK Corral would but, have been about two seconds, right? But in saying that, there's a, the, the, you know, that, and I guess it's what you said before, the, the action scenes are, are much more impressive than John Wick. Um, than they were in this, and a lot of this I'll give you that, is, sure, is yeah. it all about action. So, mm. and and look at oogling prostitutes. <laughs> Get on the bus during the day. Pretty much. Um, the I mean, this is way superior to Twilight. I mean, that's that's given. I think most Western films um, inferior. I, I've put this in there just to piss you off, but Logan was kind of like a wild, wild west. What? <laughs> Is Logan superior to anything? Logan's superior to this film. Fuck yeah, it's superior. <laughs> I, I, Marvel all day, boy. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, what well, dude brought out of retirement? You know what I mean? He's I'm like. I'm going to shit sandwich Logan if we ever do that film. Right? <laughs> shit Hyperbole shit. <laughs> First good thing, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate the word Logan. I hate Hugh it's Jackman. such a good film. I hate the Marvel Universe. Nah, I don't hate it. I just. Just like winding me up. <laughs> Hate's a strong word. What's stronger than hate? Hate's too easy for Despise? that. Despise? <laughs> yeah. What do, you, what do you call it when you extremely, extremely, extremely hate something? That's what it is. Abhor? Despise? <laughs> Fuck, I'm trying to think of it, eh? Like, um, question 12, what are we up to? What scene from this movie will you remember on your deathbed? And this is an easy one, surely. Uh, the one for me is the four dudes walking down the street at the end. Ah. I, I thought that was genuinely in the film. Yeah. So maybe I won't remember it correctly on my deathbed, but I'll remember it. I remember being at school and we had like a main drag that ran through our school and me and my mates like forming a line and just go, tombstone it, bro, tombstone it. And trying to walk, <laughs> little 14-year-old ass trying to walk down this like walk, you know, like look straight ahead, bro, look tough, look tough. And people just looking at us like, what a fucking bunch of jackasses. <laughs> we looked cool. I mean, sure, I, I would have thought there's an easy one for this one. Is, isn't it the scene where Val Kilmer is in his bed checking out his shoes because he thought he'd die with his boots on? That's correct. Yeah. That's a good one. And he'll be like looking at my feet going, nah, shoes are on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm in bed dying with my shoes on. I'm on the street. I've just been hit by a car. Shouldn't have drank those last couple of shots. Uh, question number 13, Patreon question comes courtesy of our mate Nick Haskins of Nicholas Kitchen. Me- Happy New Year to you, Nick. Love your work. Uh, what type of meal is this movie? It's a really spicy burrito. It's got just the works inside it. It's, it's, it's got everything and it's hot as fuck. Yeah. You're an asshole. This is why we shouldn't <laughs> chat about questions before <laughs> 
I was going to say pop rocks, but pop rocks are pretty shit, eh, really? You heard me say Tex Mix, didn't you? When I was. <laughs> no, yeah, you're a wanker, man. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. It's Tex Mix. It's like burrito. It's like nachos. It's like. These are some of my favorite foods. This is you know what Billy I mean? Bob moment. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just move on. I mean, but it is. It's like there's an, so many good fillings. It's so enjoyable. The only one, I, the only thing I'll say is like there's a pretty average dessert. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like you're sort of like, oh, yeah, no, the, the main was better than the dessert. I don't really need this. There was a little bit of that. But even then, like the, my favorite scene is the credits. Yeah. So I don't know the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, how good is a film when your favorite scene is the credits? How like? fucking weird is that, right? <laughs> and it's not even in the film. The it's only just this extra thing that they added on, and that's the that's your favorite part. Are you talking about that? The only other two films I can think of that are like that. Um, one is like the first Wolverine Origins. You know, it shows them going through all the different wars as they get older or the you know, yeah. don't age. And then Watchmen's another one by Zack Snyder. And it's like, you know, it's all just like shots showing you the Watchmen and their history and shit scored by Bob Dylan. It's fucking awesome. But aside from that, yep. <laughs> who knows? Anyhow, that moves us over to our personal questions. First up, who's the biggest pussy in this movie? Oh, it's, it's Morgan. Morgan's the biggest pussy. Fuck no. That guy's tough as fuck. But Morgan. Billy Bob's name isn't Morgan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you going to say Billy Bob? Of course it's Billy Bob. <laughs> but your answer, I don't have to answer this. Who the fuck's going to set up to stand up to White Earp? Didn't he just shoot down a hundred cowboys? Are you fucking crazy? I love how, like, <laughs> I love how there's no TV and I don't know if there's radio, but like there's, it's like people know who he is. And it like it gets around sort of thing. It walks into town. And what's your name? Wyatt Earp. It's like fucking the gossip of all the town, eh? We heard of Wyatt Earp. He fucking murdered 17 million people in Kansas City. <laughs> he's the biggest lawman around. Two <laughs> shows into town. And then like he's like, what's your name? Wyatt Earp. He even laughs in his face. He's like, sure he is, buddy. You know, the guy behind the bar. Yeah, yeah. And then he just goes over and demonstrates why he is Wyatt Earp to Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, you'd be, anyone would drop his nuts to um, Wyatt Earp. But. Morgan. He doesn't know that he's wide open. That Morgan point. shoots a guy who's already shot and has a big cry about it. Oh my god, I killed someone! He'd been shot about twelve times, <laughs> Val Kil- and then he shoots him, and it's like it's like shooting a dead body, and then like oh, I'm going to relive that moment forever. Yeah. Well, did you relive the moment where he got riddled with bullets from Doc Holiday? It's like running over. It's like running over a cat that's already been roadkill for two weeks and crying about it. I can't believe I squashed that cat even further. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You know, someone really was looking after its leg, even though its head was squashed and smashed into pieces. That's a good point. I, I would have almost given it to Michael Bean just pussying out at the end, you know, when Doc oh, Holliday yeah, comes. Yeah. Oh, kill anybody. Oh, Doc Holliday. Oh, no, bro. Oh, no. Not, not the keen, actually. <laughs> Do you want to just come back a bit later? We haven't finished playing our game. <laughs> uh, I, I was just kidding. I don't want to play the game. <laughs> please, yeah. sir, please don't kill me. Why are they all scared of him? He's got one person. Yeah. Historically, he's got one, maybe three. It's the gossip circles I- around, right? Like, <laughs> he was probably there watching Wyatt Earp murder, murder like 17 dudes and was like, you tell everyone I'm over nine on them, Wyatt. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Wyatt Whatever. Is- I don't care. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the next question. If, so at one point, the doctor gives the diagnosis to uh, Doc Holliday, like we talked about, and basically said that Smoking, drinking, and vigorous activities, such as engaging in marital liaisons, a.k.a. screwing your wife, is going to end your life soon. If you were Doc Holiday and got this diagnosis, how quickly after the diagnosis would you die? Let's say, I'd need to premise this by, is 
phones invented at this point. Because, like, <laughs> what does that have to do? Well, I don't want to know, actually. Let's move on to my next question. Question number three. Well, you know, like, if we, it's like, you know, oogling, oogling prostitutes back in the day is like watching porn on phones for guys these days. Yeah. And it's like, oh, just, just go to my room. <laughs> what are you doing in your room? Nothing. Nothing. No. I'll, I'll be in there for 30 seconds. I think we all know the drinking would kill you within yeah, 24 yeah, hours. Drinking. Yeah, yeah. 20, oh, yeah, I've got a, it's a pretty fast. I don't smoke. Does it count? <laughs> he doesn't get up screwing. enough friction to smoke. <laughs> yeah. The screwing count if there's one person involved. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a twosome. But just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got two half the people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Threesomes are overrated. Onesomes are where, they're, where it's at. It's like a threesome, but there's one of me yeah. and two hands. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, um, question number three. Did you feel sorry for his wife? I don't know why I'm asking you this. This is the worst question ever to ask you on this podcast. <laughs> I kind of do, because he's like... We're talking about Wyatt Earp's wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what is that wife? What have we been talking about? <laughs> I mean, what, Doc Holliday's mate? Oh, yeah, true. I don't think they were married, but... um. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, she's like, she's just done nothing wrong. She just rolled into town and obviously didn't know who she was hooking up with. His, his white Earp's brothers are like, woohoo, look at those prostitutes. Oh, baby, hot dog. The funny part is, she used to be a prostitute. That's what I find insane about it. She used to be a prostitute. What? And then married a lawman and then they moved out. What is she How doing do you know this? this? How did, uh, oh, I Googled it and uh, then Tara messaged me and no, I'm not going to say what Tara said, but. Yeah, like I, like he even says to her at some point, we were doing some really bad shit. Yeah, yeah, but and but, she goes, but also, oh, yeah. it's also that just sounds very familiar. It's like um, if I, if if I'm hooking up with someone, it's like this is my wife. She's like really nice and all that. Second, you break up with them, they're like slut, <laughs> whore. <laughs> it's like, well, well, actually, I'm not a whore. Yes, you are, you dirty whore. <laughs> That's why we're not together. She's such a slutty whore. <laughs> I feel it feels like Let's Wyatt preface Earp, this by saying that you Wyatt haven't been Earp, saying this about anyone. No, no, I haven't. I haven't, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But it just feels like Wyatt Earp's gone all fucking toxic male on her and written down and announced history that this poor girl has been labelled a whore because <laughs> Wyatt Earp wrote the book on it. He's told the story of the, the story of my life is I shot a hundred cowboys. And I, I had this wife, and it wasn't me that fucking gave her, drove her having a drug addiction. She was a whore. <laughs> Just imagining uh, the biographer. Weren't you married before? Oh, well, she was a drug addict whore. <laughs> That's so super convenient. That's super convenient, Wyatt. My new wife is a, a, a performer who's also from a rich family. Um, so you can kind of see my hands were tied, basically. Yeah, yeah. and also, are there some prostitutes over there? Hot dang! <laughs> we can pick this up tomorrow, can't we? <laughs> Fuck, he's a... He's a Accurate. Can't <laughs> Is it really his story, or is it his story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, not like, it's not like his first wife was ever going to be something amazing, eh? It's not like, oh, yeah, she discovered penicillin or something like that, eh? She was always going to be a whore, eh? <laughs> She was a woman suffragette who gave... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who got woman the vote. Yeah. Did she do anything amazing? Other than fuck me, she fucked everybody, had a drug addiction. Prostitute. <laughs> Accurate. I think you might be onto something. <laughs> Rewriting history. Um, personal questions. What do you got? Um, 
So I, I know this is historically accurate, but why did they never just shoot Ike? Like, here they had so many opportunities. It's like... It felt they, like they, the biggest load of bullshit, and I feel like we've spoken about that, because, like, he's he's threatening you, and he's yeah. a fucking nut job, they, and he's they a They pretty much James Bond villained him, eh? Like, <laughs> yeah. What you, all right, let's just shoot him. Oh, hang on. Why don't we let him go? And maybe he won't come back with a gang of fucking cowboys. <laughs> shoot your younger brother. It, it is, it's this <laughs> standard action movie trope where the like main bad guy and the main good guy get together, or one of the henchmen, yeah. and then like, okay, I'm going to say something nice about Commando. At least that point in in the middle of the movie of Commando when he's like, "Hey, Sully, remember when I promised I'd kill you last?" And he's like, "Yeah, you did." He's, I lied. Like, at least <laughs> yeah. that's like accurate. Yeah. Like, they should have done that shit to Ike. They should have blown the fuckers head off. Yeah, they, they had to. Hey, and like at the end, they kill every single cowboy. They kill like a hundred cowboys, and then they're like, "Oh no, we'll just let this one go." Yeah, <laughs> like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Shoot that motherfucker, Ike, world hide and seek champion of 1892. <laughs> yeah, and then, 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 then they like said, "Oh, what does he die? He dies in a um, a burgled bank robbery or some." Yeah, some other lawmen tried to track him and a couple other gang members down, I believe, and then they actually rode past him and then realized like it was him, and then the guy turned around, rode back, and shot him off his horse. Oh. So that's how Ike died by oh. another lawman. So. At least they kept that accurate. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, next one was, who actually were the baddies in this film? <laughs> like, I, like I, I started to think, the fuck? Is this got <laughs> I'm going to go with tuberculosis. It's probably the, <laughs> the real baddie for taking your man Doc Holliday, who was like the, like, unapologetic. Like, he knew he was a piece of shit. Like, he's yeah. the only one that did. Like, yeah. But like you're right, like wide open as gang come to town, they start hustling down local businesses. They they run gambling, which I'm sure is illegal. I'm sure of it. Nah, it was, it legal, was legal. It was Wild West and uh. shit. I don't know who the baddies are. Yeah, <laughs> it just murders everybody. I'm gonna murder everybody. Okay, I'm bringing hell with me. I tell you now, it was his wife. She was a bitch, bro. She was a prostitute. She was a <laughs> drug addict. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Like, why she was just trying to get in the way of true love, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who cares if this poor lady had to up roots and move across the other side of America? And all I want is a family. Hot dang, there's some good prostitutes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get on the piss all day in the middle of the day, and shaking down fucking gangsters everywhere he goes. About to have four different kids <laughs> yeah. from seven different mothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and my last question was: How many games of poker? Would you lose in a row before you'd stop playing against Doc? Another big load of bullshit, right? Like we, <laughs> you'd be like seven hands in and be like, um, you've had four queens every hand. I've also got two queens. I've got two queens. That dude folded a queen. That guy over there's got a pair of queens. And the other guy over there's got three queens. So unless we're playing with like 12 queens, what the fuck is going on here, bro? He's, he's playing poker against Ike. And he and he and he was one. And Ike says you've won the last. No one's that lucky. Who can win twelve hands in a row? <laughs> yeah. I haven't played that much poker, but I know someone's fucking cheating if they win twelve hands in a row. And he's just cracking up. He doesn't even try and deny it. He's just laughing in his face, drunk as. Uh, final question. This question comes courtesy of Tara. We asked her for a question for her favorite film or one of her favorite films, maybe. And she threw back to us, if this movie was a tourist destination, what would it be? Um, I'm going to go with Bali. Because right. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of white people. Sorry, it's so bad if I say white. 
<laughs> he can be racist towards white people. I'll, I can be a representative on behalf of all white people. <laughs> yeah. It just looks like they're there for a big party. They're just on the piss um, every day, shooting everyone. And then there's, and then every now and then in the different scenes, you see these um, like bunch of Chinese migrants obviously selling opium, but that seem to be doing all, you know, someone's got to be cleaning up. None of those girls look like they've been in the kitchen. <laughs> Who's doing all the work? I'm guaranteeing you it's those um, those Chinese migrants. Yeah, people in the background making sure that a whole bunch of whiteies can get blitzed fucking drunk, fight each other, fuck each other, <laughs> rob each other. <laughs> yeah. is, you kind of are describing yeah. Bali. That is, yeah. that is what happened. A whole bunch of white people getting fucking blitzed. All they're missing, you know, it's like they've just replaced um, scooters with horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Desert with beach. Yeah, desert with beach. Okay. It is true. Thing. It is. It's, it's, I've got, this is the worst answer ever. This is a fucking awesome film. This but, is like, what's better than Disneyland? Vegas. <laughs> this is going to Vegas. This is Oktoberfest. This is Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah, this is what it is. This is Oktoberfest. This is people fucking each other in the streets. Yeah. This is people getting shit faces, people pissing on each other, spitting on each other. Mm. Fuck off. Oh. No, nothing makes sense, but it's all real life. It's yes. all true. This is Oktoberfest. <laughs> this film is like, Oktoberfest. I couldn't, in my wildest dreams, I couldn't dream up something like this, but there it is happening in front of my eyes. There's parts of it that are like really refined, you know, like you know how you go to those other tents, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. German tents or the Italian tents, and you walk in there and everyone's dressed nicely and they're all being friendly with each other and they're all singing songs. And then you go back to the Kiwis and Aussies and yeah, 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 they're just and like... everyone's nude and fucking each other or pouring <laughs> beer each on each other. Some guy's naked standing on a table trying to scale a stein while people are throwing beers fucking at him and shit. You talk to this one eloquent Doc Holiday or Johnny Ringo and they've got these, you know, they talk about, they recite the Bible and, and speak Latin. And then you've got the Kiwis with just white wide earth <laughs> and Cactus Jack or whatever that fellow's name was. I was like, I don't know what to say. Neither. <laughs> I'm surprised I can still talk. Drinking from like midday. Yeah. There's barley in this. Like in Oktoberfest. Saying Fuck inappropriate yeah. things like, oh my God, the world is, you know, so bad at the moment. Yeah. You know what else is bad? My fucking hangover. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Instead of prostitutes, though, you've got all the winches, you know, the winches yeah, that were yeah, Oktoberfest. Yeah. You're standing there in front of your missus. Holy fuck, that chick's hot. Holy shit. <laughs> and you're like, did I just say that out loud? You didn't, not only did you say it out loud, you yelled it out loud. She's carrying 26 beers, is what you think you said. Your missus heard you say there, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> that was why I pay that chick. They, they, she unmasked herself as the devil, and he's like, damn. <laughs> His wife is literally sitting right beside him. Yeah, and now blinking eye just Doc Holiday, Doc Holiday, like like a great wingman, chimes in and he goes, "You'll be damned if you get lucky." Yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> and then he then he turns to his wife and he doesn't even say anything. He's like, "Oh fuck." Fucking real gangster shit. Um, there you go, Tara. I hope you enjoyed that. I know. I, I realize that we've fucked up pretty much ninety nine percent of the quotes, and you're sitting there going, "Fuck sake, guys." But we tried. Yeah, yeah. We tried. One of us is hungover. The other one's an idiot. So <laughs> I just learned that this. Was I think a we're true both story. hungover and idiots. So fucking, what are we talking about? <laughs> I think. I think. So what? What are we? What have we learned from this? That white Earp's wife probably not a drug. Prostitute, a eh? drug addicted not. prostitute. No. Um, Doc Holliday probably didn't shoot anybody. <laughs> Doc Holliday fabricated every story about himself. Um, Johnny Ringo in, in real life apparently committed suicide by shooting himself in the temple. <laughs> 
Correct. And then Doc Holliday was like, hey, that was me. <laughs> but also, who shoots themselves in the temple? That's like shooting yourself in the back of the head or falling on a knife 600 times. Doc Holliday was that dude, eh? He does strike you as that dude. So you did all this. I, I don't know much about tuberculosis, but I feel like you can't go and um, you can't go and kill a hundred cowboys on horseback whilst you whilst suffering a life threatening disease like tuberculosis. I've got asthma and I can't even make it to the end of the driveway. This motherfucker's out there shooting people left and right. Piss and he goes on a dream. He's like he's he's an alcoholic and somehow he can ride for for two months killing multiple cowboys. Let's go finish this. And then they just like conveniently have a montage of them shooting a hundred cowboys or something. What's that? What's that chopper read quote? That don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> yeah. So true. Anyway, that takes us down to the end. Thank you again for Tara for the years of support and all the candy. As evidenced here by Machu's conversation, uh, I don't think he'll be getting any more in the future, <laughs> but uh, I very much appreciate it. And so does Stacey when she finds out where I've hidden it. God damn it. Um, anyway, uh, thank you again to all the rest of our patrons for those questions, and thanks everyone for listening. Upcoming episodes, who knows? Who knows? This will be coming out at the end of January, so Ant-Man Quantumania, new Marvel movie. Uh, uh. <laughs> Holy shit. Bows on. There were bows on. That, in-game be- part seven. The end of the end. The end, 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 in-game. Rambo first blood, last blood. <laughs> It's like Police Academy 19A. That's what Marvel is now. Yeah. (laughs) You might be right. I wish it wasn't true, but you might be right. Um, Anyway, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In, or you can send us an email at mritqs at gmail.com, or uh, Facebook and Instagram, just Movie Reviews In 20Qs. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, that's things from me. Cheers.